for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. This is episode 47. Rhymes flow like sand, non-Newtonian fluid. You wouldn't understand. First node was druid. Run a node, you choose what you discard. My rhymes are the deepest. I'm the abyss bard. I'm W-A-L-T-O-N. We use the monetary network. That's open. Find a girl, but don't put her aside. Turn her over. Enjoy the B-side. She's undulating like the seaside. Man, she killed it. D-side. She gave it an an apple to her teacher. I showed her carplay as a feature. I told her once you go brown, you can't return to the clown. Now I'm on my way home. Internal time like a metronome. Simple harmonic motion. In-flight kid commotion. Thankful for noise cancelling headphones. And Bitcoin maxi devotion. Devotion like a cult. Oppose the occult with full responsibility. Comes 100% fault. Almost all the memories fond, now flying back across the pond, delayed so it's a prolonged flight. State versus Bitcoin, that's a prolonged fight. Futurist vision, prolonged sight. How do I write when I'm always wrong? How can I slight when I sing along? Rise from the plight, you can be strong. Leverage is risky, fuck 100x long. Bitcoin plebs need to stay level, not wobbly like on stilts. Risk-free returns come not from T-bills nor gilts. Banks, funds, companies who sell insurance, socialized losses enable the insurance that they'll take care of your money. We'll keep flocking to the bee like honey. We'll keep rocking to the beat, young money. A milli can be bought for a bank out three honey multiple meanings so my words always punny words and material flow like it's runny testosterone boosting especially when sunny wait till 2030 a girlfriend for your bunny not like hugh no time to play boy endocrine disruption don't say soy like keith said a thing of beauty as a joy forever i don't mean to annoy pass a port like an envoy work for yourself and then employ Fiat communication, pretend nicey-nicey. Fiat money's melt like icy-icy. Bitcoiners don't need bling. Fuckshitcoins.com has a nice ring. TM with sign the waiver. Corporate politics for the favor. El Salvador is adopting Bitcoin the savior. Pleb underground, number one source. No one gravier. Absolute fire, Walton. Great to have you back in home base. And guys, joining us today, fellow pleb and contributor to pleb underground we've got nick reichert nick thank you so much for joining us on the pleb underground man thank you great to be here appreciate it sweet man we really appreciate your contributions guys there are amazing articles that nick writes we're going to post links to his Substack, and of course we're going to post links to his articles that we have published on pleb underground but first before we talk to nick Phil, about just one sec just a reminder for the listeners yeah. that of course plebunderground.com um the new site um is where is where is should be your new homepage, plebs um it's where you can find you know of course this this show you know there's there's week weekly shows where with me and phil uh phil drops daily clips uh we, we have some specials on there as well but also there's other shows right you've got frito and lc's uh new show that i think should be called the blue blue collar children of the corn but uh we'll, we'll see what happens there um what else have we got phil there's of course we have a bunch of articles like excellent writers like nick but what 
There's there's a meme generator. That's Tell right. Us more, there's Phil. A, yeah, there's a meme generator uh, on the show, and of course, like you said, it is the landing page for all of our pleb underground material. So if you want to check out our latest clips, the latest articles put out there by plebs, check out the pleb underground. And on that note, we are going to move on over to the numbers. The numbers, of course, brought to you by Time Chain Stats and Time Chain Calendar. Phil, what do they look like this week? At the time of this recording, the block height is 797,472. The Bitcoin price or the Bitcoin fiat exchange, 30,295. Total public lightning capacity, 5,424.67. That's right. We're up a bit. Moscow time, 3301. And the chain rewrite days, 724. And Walton, per your request, right now the minimum fee rate is 2.04 sats per v-byte so that is okay steep. so let's what, let's what happened, start there so so and i think this might actually be a nice segue into a, a story that you might have for the numbers which is the numbers are coming down when it comes to uh paying for bitcoin transactions so what does that mean well it means that the shitcoin has run out of money <laughs> good job guys the system works uh nature has had order restored to it uh fuck shitcoins yeah com. no we're actually going to talk about it on uh, on Rekt because believe it or not, believe it or not, the apparently the taproot lizards could not could not destroy Bitcoin. They they think they broke it, but apparently they did not. But for the numbers, for the numbers, we do have plebs for the win. All right, guys, this is a tweet from Sean Harris. Who run the world, plebs? All right. Well, I'm taking this out of context, but. You know what? I figured for the numbers, Walton, we're actually going to show some freaking numbers this time because quite often we we don't show numbers. We just show random stuff that we enjoy. So here we go. The Bitcoin supply distribution, right? The shrimps, less than one BTC. Crabs, one to 10 BTC. Octopus, 10 to 50. Okay. This is the shrimp net position change. And this this beautiful red line that is just going all the way up like that. Like, take a look at this spike. Okay, take a look at this spike in the last, like, what, six months? Guys, it's good stuff, man. People are stacking. This is fantastic. And let's take a look at the, the crab net positions. But one sec, Phil. Yeah. One sec. Yeah. Yeah. This, we, this, this is entities. Entities is not people. It's an it's important people, reminder because, like, people, you know, you could have, like, I mean, it, it's unlikely an exchange is, you know, splitting up, you know, thousands and thousands of Bitcoin into, you know, 100,000 sat UTXOs. Don't, but under, don't underestimate There are going to be some people that are going to be splitting up, you know, um, stacks um and, and likewise there's gonna be people merging and so like entities does not equal people um i i think when you when you see the number of addresses containing I, they say entities I, I don't know again is that is that being grouped via chain analysis maybe um but to what to how how accurately can it do that um if if you have sm essentially this is showing that there's a rise of smaller utxos which is going to naturally happen because over time the the fee rates drop um to send bitcoin transactions a, a little bit right and they have they have been as as newer technology uh, upgrades have have been, have been introduced right fee fees have come down um and that means that that enables smaller utxos to be moved at a smaller you know percentage um 
uh what's the word like a smaller percentage of the actual utxo which for smaller utxos that's more significant does that make sense like you don't you don't want to have uh you, you're not going to pay a, a i don't know a thousand sat fee if you want to move a fifty thousand sat utxo probably mm. but it but but you might do it for a million sat or what, what do you see what i mean like the the depending on what the fees yeah. are dictate what what size utxos you want to move because you're kind of proportionally losing a greater amount of your bitcoin it definitely makes sense, but I I enjoy my my fantasy filtered uh, biased view that that plebs are stacking. What Nick? What what are your thoughts? Let's what, what what's Nick's take on? Uh, that? I think uh, <clears throat> you know there's probably some noise in the data, you know, like Walton was saying. But I think if you look, it's sort of like CPI, right? It's a totally garbage number, but it 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 does give you some directional uh, data information. So, you know, when you see the chart climbing up and to the right, I just look at that as adoption, and I think adoption is positive. Um, it may not be entirely accurate, but it's probably directionally correct. All right. So so both the guest and, and my co-host did not, did not really appreciate my hopium slash numbers conglomeration that I stuck to, that i patchworked together all right I, I always i always crack up at the expression up and to the right because know, time, time doesn't go. go backwards generally so it, it doesn't go up and to the left it doesn't go vertically upwards because you know time goes on so it has to go to the right uh yeah but, it but uh, none, nonetheless it's an expression that is uh, that is pervasive per pervasive through uh uh this this sort of uh conversation this is true this is true all right, guys. All right. This wraps up the numbers and we are going to move it on over to our fireside chat. That's right. We've renamed it. It is the fireside chat. The fireside chat is brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out. CypherSafe.io. The best way to store your seed. It's not paper. Store your seed in a steel backup. Virtually indestructible. Check it out. It is the Cypher Grid, and it comes complete with the punch tool. That's right. CypherSafe.io. If you appreciate quality Bitcoin art, check out the Bitcoin Rolo Triangle. It's made of 100% titanium, 16 ounces. You can get it at cyphersafe.io. That is the Bitcoin Rolo Triangle. Beautiful Bitcoin art made by fellow Bitcoiners. Check them out, cyphersafe.io. That's right, guys. We randomly renamed this segment. And from now on, it will be the Fireside Chat unless Walton decides differently. But anyways, joining us today. We've got a very special guest and fellow pleb and Bitcoiner and contributor to Pleb Underground, Nick Reichert. Nick, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. It's perfect. Not, very, very well done. Thank you for joining us, man. Thanks. Thanks. It's great to be here. And like I said, I appreciate your support of my work. Um, so, you know, you guys have been great. And thanks for having me on the show. We we appreciate your work. We appreciate your perspective. I like I was telling you before the show, um, a lot, uh, you know, quite a few of the articles that, that you write, definitely, they make me think and they make me say, hey, you know, why didn't I think of that? So mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. But look, this is the part of the show where you're in the hot seat and you've seen what happened to other guests. You saw what happened to Mark Goodwin. I mean, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but All right, uh, Nick, 
shitcoin confessions. <laughs> what okay, well, you know, uh, I think we all go through our phases. And no, I... we don't, but uh, that's okay. Well, okay. It's, uh, it's, yeah, some know. people... Some some lucky people only buy Bitcoin from the beginning, but yeah, I I did go through a shitcoin phase. Uh, you know, I think you can also be like super hesitant. I I came at it from like like being super skeptical that yeah. there's no real scarcity, and then you find out Bitcoin is the only one that has independently verifiable scarcity. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and at that point, it's you know, it's it's a. It, the, the, do you see what I mean? So you you can approach it from from a different side, but yeah, uh -huh. I, I think it actually means that you can come kind of come slightly later. But yeah, you don't have a shitcoin phase, or you 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 come um, in some hype cycle probably. Whereas I kind of I feel like I I came just after a hype cycle. Mm. Uh, usually, usually if you come in a in a bull in a bull market, you're probably more more likely to be to have some shit coins um, at, at, in the early days, and that is the majority of people. Mm. Um, nonetheless, uh, sir, con confess. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, I, um, I, you know, I come I come at it more from a financial, more from a, a alternative investment sort of approach. You know, uh, you know, I've been through a couple stock market wreckage, you know, cycles. You know, dot com, uh, great financial crisis, crisis. That's really what prompted me to start my blog. Was just what is happening here, and you know, why does my net worth keep getting destroyed by fifty percent every so many years? And so that brought me to crypto. And so, you know, I bought some of the coins, I bought Bitcoin, whatever. And, um, and like I was telling Phil at the top of the sh or before the show, we, uh, you know, I bought like Bitcoin, I think at the end of 2017, you know, right at the top, you know, and then, but I kept, you know, buying, but I didn't really know what I owned until probably early 2021 when I started watching some of Michael Saylor's videos and really started thinking more deeply about it. And then once, once, well, I think once I started that, that, that's really when my education started. Otherwise it was just buying an asset, you know, that I thought I was diversifying my portfolio. And then once I started getting into that, then, you know, you start going down the rabbit hole with all the other stuff. And, can I, can and, I probe you just briefly on that? So that yeah. this concept of diversification, I think it's often misunderstood. It's like, you know, people go, oh, I don't want to just own one equity. I'm going to buy an index fund because then I've got, then I've got, you know, a few hundred equities. But what they don't understand is that the, it, the, the whole point of diversification is that you're trying to aim for assets not to be correlated in terms of how they move. And equities are often highly correlated and so the, the if your actual you're not really reducing the the probability of of uh what is it essentially you know um yeah. downside downside you know lo losses to your portfolio um um there's i don't know there's a good chart in ray dalio's principles where he shows mm -hmm. that if you actually have you know uncorrelated assets and you have a few of them that then you do um you know reduce your your downside um, I think it can reduce the upside as well, but you're, the, the point is, is that over over time, it means you're able to, I guess, draw down on what you hold. Um, unlike Bitcoiners, right? We're just like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat like uh, basic, basic food, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna, you know, get natural things, cook it well, etc., and not try not to spend money, and then not not draw down because uh, I'm just holding Bitcoin, and we're having we're having drawdowns. 
percentage-wise uh, in, in the short term, in the fiat exchange rate, but we don't give a fuck because we're just holding for the long term anyway. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you're kind of you think about this uh, from like a hedge fund kind of type standpoint, or, or that it is a, a hedge on other financial assets. And of course, we we saw uh, Mr. Fink this week talking about um, it as such. Do you think um, his comments were significant? Yeah, uh, good old Larry. Uh, you know, a few years ago, he said it was you know, uh, you know nothing you want to get involved with it's for drug dealers or whatever that's right um i think it is significant in the sense that um you know it it's kind of funny actually i think uh, odell says uh you know uh don't don't count out greed you know and, and corruption greed and corruption always win and so you know that's the thing is i think blackrock will get into this and all the other ones will get into it because there's money to be made there's fees to be earned. Uh, they will There's front control. running to be done, right? You wonder how much yeah. how much Larry's been stacking the past few years. Oh, they, now that then he made it available to institutional investors and hoping to make it available yep. to to retail investors yep. soon. So so Larry's Larry's got his bags like yep. he does with so many other things, and and then he's trying to um, yep. you know flip flip it on to retail, just just like all the VCs do with the tech IPOs, yep. right? Like it's, been, it's yeah, it's the same game. Yeah, they've been doing uh, they've been doing private funds, I think, and piling coins up, you know, and then now, you know, so is it good for adoption? Yes. Uh, is it is it bad in the sense that they control all the keys and people that put their money there don't really own Bitcoin, they own paper? Uh, yeah, you know, and so but I think, you know, it helps drive a positive narrative. I think hopefully it drives adoption, um, but people are going to do what they're going to do. I mean, it's just like you were talking about the fees earlier, you know, with the with the wizards, you know, there was a lot of controversy over that, like, you know, we should stop them. And it's like, no, it's a free market system. Just yeah. wait till the fees get so high that nobody that they can't afford to do it anymore. And then the, they'll come back down. It's it's, it's a the thing I like about the, these paper Bitcoin bubbles is that because you can run a node, um, I think these bubbles always have to pop um, and yeah, the visibility of kind of what's going on is, is greater. Um, whereas, yeah, in the, in the fiat world, you just get bubble after bubble because you can't run a node. You could, you know, you, you don't have the visibility. You can't hold your own uh, keys. You can't hold your, your asset. Do you have a similar opinion? What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think uh, if you self custody your Bitcoin, you know what you have. Nobody can take it away from you. Um, you know, I think I didn't think about this a lot. You know, whenever you know, two thousand eight or whatever, I was just like, how do I protect my wealth? Well, nowadays, you know, Nigel Farage, you know, the, the Canadian truckers. I mean you got to start like worrying, like what happens when the government just says, you know what, we don't really like what you're doing or what you're saying. And so account closed. And how are you going to deal with that? You know, and, and if you, if, if you have Bitcoin, you know, it, you know, you can at least if you're in an ecosystem where you can buy what you need and trade and, and whatever, you can operate outside the system. So, I mean, so, there's just so much more to it than just uh, you know a, a hedge to your investment portfolio. You know, it's it's 
it's so much more than that. And so, and I think, you know, there's probably going to come a time where we're going to need it. CBDC rolls out, um, you know, government gets more authoritarian, says, you know, we don't really like all these people protesting all the time. So we're going to, you know, just monitor your bank account. You know, uh, are you buying ammunition? Oh, no, 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 no. That's not allowed. You know, too much meat. No, no, no. So, so, I mean, I'm kind of going on a little bit of a rant, but, you know, I think uh, bringing it back to uh, Larry okay. Fink and all that, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. I'm going to welcome it as it's going to drive adoption. Hopefully people will learn the message that don't buy that, buy Bitcoin and hold it yourself. So we're going to switch gears a bit. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your Substack? Why did you start creating uh, Bitcoin content? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, I, I had a blog for a while on, um, it was on Blogger and then I switched over to Substack because I thought it was, you know, a better platform to, to write on. And, and so far it has been. Um, initially I started writing about Bitcoin, but it was more sporadic. And I think as I've gotten, you know, more conviction, I've started, you know, I still do a little bit of other things, you know, every once in a while, I'll kind of check in on the real estate market because that's something I happen to be interested in personally. Uh, or, you know, I'll do a monthly portfolio update, you know, just allocation and that sort of thing. But most of my writing is on Bitcoin. And again, it's 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 really, you know, I think um, it's the reason why we do podcasts. It's the reason why we, you know, we write, we do whatever, you know, we feel can contribute to the the knowledge, you know, that the people need to learn about Bitcoin and understand truly what it is, because there's so much misinformation. Um in uh, in the media, you know, and you know, people still think it's just some wild speculation. <clears throat> I think more people are beginning to understand, you know, what it is and and how it can be used. But it does require study, you know. And not a lot of people have the ability to sit down and and commit the time that's needed, even if it's just watching, you know, Michael Saylor videos or watching Robert Breedlove episodes. Do you think or, they actually don't have the ability or just that they, they set low standards for themselves or because the because of the pressures of the fiat world and the lack of support because everyone has to work and, you know, time's being stolen from us, et cetera, et cetera? Do you actually think they don't have the ability or just I, too much I pressure and, I, and they don't believe in themselves? Um. Walton, I'm with you on that. I think what it is, is people, everyone has the ability to learn. Everyone has the ability to understand. Mm. What happens in fiat clown world is um, you get caught up. You know, you're like, oh, I got to pick up the kids. I got to go to work. I got to go to this thing. I got to, oh, it's time to plan our vacation. And so you're, you're, especially if you have young kids, as when I, I remember when my kids were young, it was, just constant, you know, and you just don't have time to think and to focus. This is people's excuse for not working out usually as well. Exactly. And that's, and that's what happened to me too. And I, and I, I wasn't taking care of my health. And then I changed all that. You know, I said, I need to go to the gym and every day, no days off. I need to stay focused. I need to eat well, stay healthy. Cause you know, think about it. If you're not healthy in your body and your mind, you're good to nobody. You can't take care of your family. You can't, can't take right. care of your friends. You can't do nothing. You can't even show up to work. You're not even productive. So, 
So I think that, and again, it's kind of funny how you get involved in Bitcoin, all of a sudden you start thinking about these different things. But, um, but yeah, I think people can learn. I think that they just get caught up in the whirlwind. They don't, they're not able to separate and go, wait a minute, what are my priorities? What's important here? Slow this down. You know, it's time preference, I think, a lot of it too, right? I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, all of a sudden, I, first of all, I, th I think that that was very well said and it brings up the uh, the idea, right, that it kind of, it makes you want to be there for the future. And the only way that you can best ensure that you're there, right, to see this future is that you take care of yourself as best you can, right? And then, unfortunately, it's good luck and good genes. Do you guys think Bitcoin is the, can, is the biggest catalyst for reducing time preference? Uh... It's been a big one for me, you know, because I, you know, and this goes back to 2008, you know, again, when you, when you, you do what they say, right? Oh, I worked hard. I saved in my 401k. And then we had a financial crisis. And of course, you know, they don't let you trade those things. 50% haircut. Okay. I'll keep saving, you know, and then, oh, balance is looking pretty good. Oh, another crisis, 50% haircut. So I was constantly worried uh about retirement like what am i gonna do am i gonna work until i'm dead i don't worry about that anymore yeah i i, I was gonna say i had the uh, same type of similar type of feeling i had everything inside a you know a 401k and then on top of that you know my own my own trading and to your point i've gone through uh i've gone through two uh financial crises and it is, you know, it's like essentially what it's like every 10 to 12 years, you get a 50% haircut, mm -hmm. you know, so that means you have to continually, essentially, you, you at some point have to continue to double what you're putting in to make up for the inevitable 50% haircut you're going to take. Mm hmm. So it's yeah I and and I can honestly say Phil, that just wait till you hear about taxes. Just wait till you hear about taxes, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm from Canada, so I completely understand taxes. <laughs> Man, you, that that paycheck is just like a fantasy. <laughs> it's it's just a fake number. Oh gosh, that is absolutely brutal. I guess so. Besides besides your Substack, do you, do you make any other do you make any other Bitcoin content? Yeah, I have a podcast uh, that oh, I do, and it's nice. on all those platforms. I don't do guests because I, you know, I do it Sunday mornings, you know, and you know, I, you know, I just, it's mostly just I go through the news and I come up with a bunch of articles I think are interesting that are Bitcoin related, and I read them and I talk about them, give my takes, and uh, it's just a quick, it's just a half an hour, no more than an hour a week. It helps me kind of stay on top of, you know, uh, what's going on in this in 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 Bitcoin, and then um, which is actually why I started doing it. But um, I think it's also helpful for people if you just want a quick. I do like a little market update at the beginning, and then I talk about the news and and stuff like that. So it's um, I've been doing that like now. somewhere in between Phil's clips and our weekly show. Yeah, basically, it's just it's straight, just straight news and commentary, but it's very short. And I don't really get into, you know, a lot of other stuff in that. And I, um, uh, so I've been doing that now, I think I got up to about 70 some episodes. So I've been doing it for a little over a year. And, um, and, and I really enjoy it. You know, like I said, it's selfishly, it helps me stay on top of things. 
but I think, you know, hopefully other people find it helpful to just plug in and listen to, you know, half an hour of news uh, every week. Well, if you can, please give us the link, because obviously I'd like to put that in the show notes and we'd yep. be happy, you know, Pleb Underground to, uh, you know, give your give your show some exposure. That's, that's absolutely awesome. Man, yeah. you know, Welcome you to the family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you already write articles like why not? Man, we're happy to share your podcast. Yeah, that I appreciate that. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are going to move from the fireside chat to wrecked. Wrecked is brought to you by Crypto Cloaks. Check them out, CryptoCloaks.com. Awesome 3D prints by fellow Bitcoiners. Check out the amazing 3D printed grenade. That's right. You can fit an Opadime, get the larger one, and you can fit a signing device slash hardware wallet. Use the code pleb underground for five percent off at cryptocloaks.com and use the affiliate link that is down in the show notes before we dive into the main portion of wrecked we've got a little bit of wrecked here thank you walton this was pretty funny let's take a look at this it's a tweet from pleditor hollywood hey, you know how people look like they're pets right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the resemblance is uncanny. Hollywood actor Seth Green was producing a Basie TV show. Seth Green's ape got hacked. The ape, whom was the main character of the show. Seth Green paid a huge ransom to get the ape back. So think about that for a second, right? To get a JPEG you didn't really own to begin with. And the show was canceled anyways. Even in isolation, each one of those points are hilarious. Indeed. <laughs> this is just absolutely ridiculous. And and the reason why we're starting off with this, right? The reason why we're starting off with this is because as, you know, as a lot of people know, and as we discussed previously in the show, we we're talking about ordinals. And the reality is, is that, you know, a lot of shitcoiners tried to paint uh, Bitcoiners as upset, you know, that there were ordinals. And sure, you know, there were some people who were genuinely upset. But at the end of the day, right, it's exactly like what Nick, our guest said, you know, it's, hey, look, you know, this is an open ledger. And if the rules allow it that you can go and produce, you know, and you can go and produce this type of whatever the hell you want to call ordinals, then so be it. So be it. But, but like a lot of us Bitcoiners said, it's just going to be a fad. It's just going to be a fad. So Vikingo tweeted this out. I'm very happy. I don't see much about ordinals anymore. And that was on July 6th. And I think uh, if we you got- don't know Vikingo, Vikingo um i is i i think uh a uh, twitter spaces uh legend uh a good friend of mine from twitter spaces uh but he's uh he he has a he has a collection of exotic birds uh but uh one of his best pieces of advice um is that people should stay solvent and i think it's often forgotten like oh okay let's just go you know let's just buy all the bitcoin and then not have any money for you know real things and then start stacking credit debt right uh uh maybe don't do that too much you know stay you know you should be paying off paying off your bills um and not not getting too ahead of yourself especially as you know the cost of things start going up um uh, yes, stay stay solvent out there, guys, because that's the number one thing you need to do in order to protect your your stack, right? To protect your savings, you must continue to have income. Um, do not forget this. No, don't. All right, back to the back to the uh, back to the show here after our uh, superhero message. Public service <laughs> announcement. 
<laughs> it was like a G.I. Joe infomercial. <laughs> uh, so here we go, guys. This is the, the, this might be part of the reason why the, the ordinals are fading away. Say hello to Ethscriptions. And here we go. If you don't know what Ethscriptions are, uh, Ad, Adam McBride's got you. But you know what? Pleb Underground's got you. So we're going to dive into what this shit show is. Here we go. All right, guys. Say hello to the complete guide to Ethscriptions. Obviously, the link will be in the show notes if people want to go and rot their brains with reading through this entire thing like I did. So here we go. Ethscriptions is a new protocol designed to create NFTs and other digital assets on the Ethereum blockchain. Ethscriptions uses Ethereum's call data to enable a cost-effective decentralized minting process that is cheaper and more streamlined than conventional smart contract methods. Blah, blah. Drawing inspiration from Bitcoin's ordinals. Where assets are referred to as inscriptions, ethscriptions, very clever naming, guys. Users to ethscribe. Wow. They came up with that all on their own. Images directly onto the Ethereum main chain. Like Bitcoin ordinals, ethscriptions pushes the boundaries of blockchain technology beyond financial transactions. I don't even know how I said that with a straight face. While ordinals use Bitcoin's transaction data, ethscriptions leverages Ethereum's call data. The Ethereum community enthusiasm for innovation and experimentation played a vital role in the overwhelming acceptance of Ethscriptions. Unlike the mixed response Bitcoin ordinals received from Bitcoin maximalists, <laughs> everything, everything's made into like some petty little pissing contest, isn't it? If you were the owner of the Ethscription when you sent the transfer transaction, the Ethscription's ownership should update on the official site unauthorized transfers are ignored. So if you understood that about inscriptions, you understood that there's a third party. <laughs> so the third party says that your inscription doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So that's great. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, it sounds a lot. Uh, anyways, that's okay. The possibilities it presents are immense. From its initial limit, limitation to inscribe images, Ethscriptions aims to incorporate other file types in the future, opening up a wide range of potential applications and shitcoining. Its swift adoption and the Ethereum community's support for such innovation initiatives underscores the growing appreciation for blockchain technology. Okay. Okay, so hold on. Okay. So what you're saying, Phil, is it on, sounds like... Walter. Sorry, hold on one second, right? So... All they really wanted to do was find a cheaper way, right, to grift. And now they're going to do the grift that didn't quite work on Bitcoin as well as they thought because it cost too much money. So they're moving back, in my eyes, they're moving back to ETH where it's cheap crap. Where, but you know, to, essentially but to me, off. Phil, <laughs> the fact that like like it's shit that's cheaper isn't relevant unless it's literal shit because then you could burn it and mine actual Bitcoin. Like other, otherwise, you've just got, some cheap shit. Speaking of cheap shit, let's let's go take a look at some of it. Let's go take a look at some of this. I uh, ooh, wait, is there an actual picture there? Let's do a refresh on that. All I could say is this is some quality art. <laughs> this is there. I honestly I don't even have to give a comment. Like guys, this is so so sad and so pathetic. Wait, is that is that because most of them are formatting errors? Is that is that why they're not showing? Pro that's that's funny. Honestly, so the, I, the the browser of it doesn't see them properly. I'm, is, is, I'm guessing it looks it look it looked like I look, I'm not, like I'm not a coder, but it looked like a bunch of like uh, code type thing that wasn't getting kind of read 
properly and that's why it was getting displayed as just the code it's like you know when you go to an atm and it's showing like windows 95 instead of like the you know whatever it is like you know what i mean it looks like this one's trying though Let's it's just see. trying trying but failing it's trying legacy banking system here you go that's like that that that's the shit coiner mantra right there. it's trying <laughs> anyways anyways okay so we just learned about ethscriptions i mean look to walton's point right let's face it this is crap it, it doesn't bother me that they went back to ethereum i couldn't give a shit i'm just making fun of them on Rekt because i can um but yeah uh nick curious uh you know curious on your thoughts i mean just you know ordinals and uh this thing this other thing that's the exact same thing but just slightly crappier and cheaper to make yeah i mean i don't know it's um I, I guess I guess the, supposedly these JPEGs that you can right-click, save, you know, uh, have some kind of scarcity. But um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think they do, and and that therefore you shouldn't. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you put them on the Bitcoin blockchain or you put them on Ethereum. It's the same thing. They fundamentally, in my mind, anyway, don't really have any value. I mean, it's not like it's not like an original Basquiat painting or something like that, you know, like a one of a kind physical asset, you know, and, and so anyway, I, I, you know, they can have fun. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. I'll just keep stacking Bitcoin. Agreed. Agreed. Walton, were, were you aware of these ETH scriptions? Yeah, I had actually heard of this, uh, and to, yeah, to me, I see it as the the shitcoin is like fucking off. I'm I'm quite happy about it. Um, I I guess I guess what's wrecked is is the fact that they're um they they're once again believing the scam that um that anything other than bitcoin is censorship resistant right um that that's 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 who's getting wrecked is 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 people falling for that scam because ultimately all of these other chains are not decentralized and so therefore do not have proper censorship resistance mm -hmm. and so and so th these people once again um have gotten wrecked by going back to ethereum uh once again uh have fun staying poor so yeah, no, very well said. And and it's just, you know, as you're explaining that, I I just I can't help but think that you know, essentially it's the same thing. It's the same theme playing out again. You can't rug pull on Bitcoin the way that you can rug pull on Ethereum and all these other shit chains. So for me, the way I see it is is that they couldn't figure out a way to rug pull, which means you had to actually get people to buy these stupid JPEGs that they don't own. Right. And, and to create some type of a value proposition behind the inscriptions and the ordinals. And since really that's incredibly difficult to do because it's, you know, it's, it's an open ledger. So you have enough time for people to figure out that it's bullshit um, and they can see it happening in real time. So the best way to do this with some type of efficacy and speed, they can do this on Ethereum, right? Because on Ethereum, they can rug pull. They can do it a whole lot faster and they can, you know essentially just continue to pretend that they're innovating and making the world a better place <laughs> i'm sorry i just it's so it's so depressing but yeah guys we, we had to cover it okay we had to cover it on wrecked don't be mad at me eat scriptions it's a shit coin it's all a shit coin all right guys that wraps up wrecked and we are gonna move on over to the hopium the hopium 
up next we have hopium sponsored by represent represent are a clothing apparel and accessories brand owned by a bitcoiner producing some excellent items here we see the taco pleb underground pleb tacos represent limited edition shirt that you can't buy but you can get things almost as cool if you head over to representltd.com and use the code pleb underground you'll get a discount on all of the goodies once again that's represent ltd with the code pleb underground welcome back to hopium of course there is one story and one story only this week i'm not sure i really agree but there is only one story if you're uh uh looking at the 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 fiat world news uh blackrock talking about bitcoin who at blackrock oh it's not just the cio rick Ryder. it is actually uh the the big lizard man himself larry fink now let's have a look at what larry had to say uh i'm gonna be sharing here uh some excellent reporting uh from one of, one of my favorite uh kind of bitcoin reporters shall we say on on twitter and of course that is predator so here we have uh on fox news blackrock ceo larry fink talking about bitcoin and uh shit coins let's hear what he has to say and also i do believe the role of crypto is um it is it, it, it's digitizing gold in many yeah. ways it's a it's a instead of investing in gold as a hedge against inflation a hedge against the uh, the onerous problems of any one country or or the or the devaluation of your currency whatever country you're in um, let's be clear bitcoin is an international asset it's not based on any one currency and so it it, it can represent an asset that people can play as an alternative. I would call, the, the foundation of BlackRock is about hope. You invest for retirement because you believe tomorrow is better than today. And also I do believe the role okay, of crypto. So, uh, Larry essentially repeating um, points that plebs have been saying for years and years and years and years and years. Uh, why? Uh, uh, because as I said earlier in the show, I think Larry's been filling his bags and now it's time to recruit some, some retail uh, to dump on. Um, what better time uh, to wait until all the shitcoin funds have collapsed and, and the price has, has, has come down uh, that the institutions uh, can come in, hoover it all up and then start selling paper Bitcoin. Um Guys, be very wary. Of course, there are already ETFs uh, in other countries around the world. There are ETFs in Canada uh, and the Netherlands um, and, and, a, and a few others. But there is not yet an, an ETF uh, for spot Bitcoin in the United States, although the futures uh, 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 ETFs, I think, keep getting approved. Why? Because what are the point of the ET these ETFs? Ultimately, they're tools that centralized financial institutions are often used to suppress uh the, the price of things what happened to gold why did gold fail guys uh it was because uh the the asset gold the hard the hard asset was custodied by central custodians uh and they diluted it with with paper gold on top uh we can't let the same thing happen is this hopium? Is this actually a good thing? Mm, be careful. Yes, it may be uh, advertising for Bitcoin, 
um, and may may get Bitcoin into the minds of of more people. Um, but that doesn't mean that the 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 kind of cyclical nature of the the price um going up and down is over because of course the the, the initial people uh, that start adopting uh something like bitcoin after they hear this sort of thing aren't the people that understand that they need to hodl it or or how to how to look after it they're going to you know give it to custodians etc you know we have the same sort of cycles that we've had before where people don't understand initially not your keys not your coins um that that takes some time um and i think i think people should be very wary i think we need to keep promoting self-custody um and i think we'll i mean we'll watch right etfs are meant to be that you can exchange it for your for the actual asset right um we'll, we'll see we'll see how that how that goes nick what are your uh, what are your thoughts on this bitcoin ETF? yeah i think uh, well what i love is the that blackrock is hope that that was just a, a shameless ripoff from you know Bitcoin is hope, which is something you mm -hmm. know that that I think we all believe in. So, um, but yeah, I I agree. I think uh, you know maybe it's good in terms of uh, promoting adoption, getting better awareness. But people do need to learn. There's a big difference between you know owning shares and uh, say a BlackRock ETF than you know owning the coins yourself. Um, and um, that's an educational process um, that we have to continue to to, to push on. Um, but um, but you know just you know don't uh, you know greed greed is the fundamental thing that drives you know the asset, and it works in different ways for different people. It attracts people. They learn. They understand it better. They lower their time preference, and so. Uh, Wall Street's got the same motivations, and I think you know they, they expect to make a lot of money on it. There's going to be fees to be made. Uh, you know, it's going to be diversification for you know pension funds. I mean, for pension funds that are invested in long-term treasuries, you know, there's probably no better play. There's probably a lower risk, you know, uh, play for them to get out of that and get into Bitcoin. So uh, it could drive the price. It could you know make the uh, you know, maybe we actually get a real top this time, you know, like a real blow off top, like we, we kind of got cut off in the last cycle. Um, but, you know, I, I think the, it's still going to be very cyclical. People are going to get probably wrecked in that too. Maybe, maybe it's better than, 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 than the futures one. The futures one's total garbage. I mean, every time the options roll off, you, you know, you just keep losing money, you know, it's, it's it, the, you know, the, I don't even know why they approved those, you know, uh, it's just it's just a place for Wall Street to make money. So um, anyway, you know, hope hopium is really about ado driving adoption and awareness, and then being just being very careful not to like, oh, I think I'm going to buy that. No, buy your Bitcoin from a Bitcoin, you know, only company. Put it in cold storage. Very well said. Very well said. I mean, but both yeah, and don't just get blown off in in the bear in the bull market, right? That can happen in the bear market too, guys. Come on, keep building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. So, I mean, I, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna agree with both of you, and uh, also just to, you know, just to add, right? Like Larry Fink, Larry Fink is not a friend to to Bitcoin, right? Like BlackRock doesn't give a shit about Bitcoin. We are all here for different reasons. Okay, like these guys to your to both of your guys points, this is all about financialization, right? This is all about monetization of the asset. This is all about increasing their um, their net worth. And 
that, that that's perfectly fine because you know Bitcoin works uh, with greed. But I think it's going to become uh, very interesting because uh, we're already hearing some of these social attack narratives like the the BlackRock fork, you know, and stuff like that. And oh, they're going to make an ESG fork. And I mean, who like, don't get me wrong. I, I personally, I couldn't care less. I mean, they, they can fork and do whatever the hell they want. Okay. Like they, they absolutely can. Um, to me, it, it, it doesn't make a difference because none of it is Bitcoin. And I kind of hope, I secretly hope that they do try doing stupid things like this because number one, it's going to be incredibly entertaining. Number two, it's going to give me extra bags I can dump, right? Hey, look at that. Mm -hmm. Get to dump some bags, um, but but you know what? Um, Walk around and find out. That's right. <laughs> Walk around and find out. But it's true. Um, but look, you know, I, I secretly hope that they do this because I I would love I would love to see them fail. You know, a, a lot of people didn't read the block size war or didn't listen to the audiobook, and then there's a bunch of people that weren't there either uh, during that time. And I have to say that. Um, Having been there and read the book, um, I, I found it, you know, like it was by far one of the most, in my eyes, instrumental moments in Bitcoin. Um, and because to be honest, I had I had been trained to just believe, well, the companies are all signing for this. They're they're all on board. Right. So so that's it. Right. You know, like they're going to you know, they're going to change this to whatever it is. And here we go. And that's not what happened. And for the first time ever, I was like, wow, this, this thing is real. People, people said no, and, and it didn't happen. And it worked, and they were able to stand up against these corporations. And, and these people just, you know, these businesses pounded sand. So I think it can happen again. I, I don't care how big BlackRock is. I, I just don't, I, I think this is going to be an interesting lesson for us all. So... Anyways, I, I question question. Yeah. Do you think how how much do you reckon Larry's actually got? Like, I mean, obviously we're guessing here, right? Just completely guessing. What, but do, you, what do you think? He's a crab. How, or a how much? How much could Larry reasonably have? Like, I mean, I I would guess a five figure amount personally. Hold it in cold storage, Walton. Huh? Who knows? Who knows? Like, I mean, like, like these these guys these guys. I don't know. He's Larry's not Larry's not stupid, right? Like like. <laughs> He could buy, you know, through a bunch of shell companies buying some th off some OTC desk, right? Like there's, 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 I don't know, like there's potential, right? That he could, that I just wonder again, he's, he's now talking about it. That means that like, he's probably got a position that he wants to be bolstered by retail money. Oh, okay. also, I mean, we won't see, right? Maybe, but you know, so what, so what do you it, think he it'll, has? Be, it'll be an interesting thing to kind of watch over time because over time it it will matter, right? Like eventually, eventually, like bit the, the bit the size of the Bitcoin stack will actually really matter for everyone because that's where the majority of wealth will end up, or so we think. And so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if. The fiat kings of asset holders, you know, become you know the 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 king the king asset holders um, in the in the Bitcoinized world. We'll see. I hope not. And now I'm trying to think of a number that I think he has. And for some reason, I'm I'm thinking like twenty five. But that's just. No, no, a... I reckon like ten thousand or twenty thousand. Like I think he's. Think, I reckon he he's ten thousand himself or twenty thousand BTC. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. I think. I think a low five figure number 
isn't what's the what's the math what is it it's 30 it's thirty thousand. so that's like we're talking like 300 million dollars i think it's i think it's not unreasonable for someone like larry fink who's worth what like 10 billion i don't know like he's you know he's, he's more i don't i don't know that i don't know the numbers but it, it's it's certainly in the billions we're talking then if it if it's 300 million out of okay. uh if it's three hundred million out of out of ten billion, that's only three percent. Like I don't think this thing is crazy. Like and again, OTC you can buy this stuff KY, KYC free or not so attached, especially through a bunch of shell companies. And this guy's an expert in occluding his own finances, I would imagine. His net worth is a billion. I just checked. Okay, so billion. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe then I'm, I'm a little bit. But I don't know. Again, no, it's, over it's time, for... right? This this guy's this guy has you know what maybe some have? of the best traders in the on the planet working from etc etc. Right? We don't we don't know. We don't oh, know yeah. what's possible. We do know what's possible. But he's not, he, he certainly doesn't have twenty one million. Um, and is he going to hold on to it? I don't think so. He's going to try yeah. and dump it, dump it because he probably again has enough money that it's just about flexing power. It's a trade. Oh. It's for those guys. It's a trade. So if he if he bought a bunch cheap and then retail comes in and buys the ETF and pumps it, he's going to dump it. But it's about a flex, I think. Ultimately, these these yeah. guys don't even these guys have enough wealth that they can kind of do whatever they want. And yeah. so then it becomes power games. You see the same kind of stuff with Elon. You see the same kind of stuff with Bill Gates. Like at some point, billionaires just start going, "Hey, I I can I can." buy anything i want or people will give it to me for free because they're simps so i'm just going to start taking things forcibly from people because that's the only way that i can get some kind of kick like it's disgusting um and yeah get fucked quite frankly like like plebs are going to keep on stacking um and yeah stay humble guys stay solvent keep stacking yeah very well said they are not here for the we are not the same they are not here for the same reasons as us all right, everybody, that wraps up the Hopium, and it wraps up today's episode. But before we do, Nick, how do the viewers find you? Where do they find you? We're going to post the links in the details, but just to say it right now. Okay, sure. Uh, you can find me at uh, bitcoinfortress.substack.com. I'm um, also on Twitter, at Nick Reichert, and um, uh, my podcast is called Bitcoin Fortress, and it's on all the platforms. Thank you very much. And just to be clear, you are in no way affiliated with uh, Fortress Trust, uh, the, the 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 Prime Trust rebrand. <laughs> no, not at all. It's funny. I, I started my 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 blog. It was called Building a Financial Fortress, and then I rebranded it to Bitcoin Fortress because you don't really need anything else. So that's kind of how I got came up on the name. But yeah, no affiliation whatsoever to Fortress Trust. They infinity scammed you, bastards. Yeah. Some good wisdom there, though. Some good wisdom. All right, guys, that wraps it up. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Help us fight the evil YouTube algorithms. That's right. Fuckshitcoins.com. And don't forget to check out our audio only episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us sats, you can stream us sats through Breeze on Fountain with Fountain.fm. Guys. Gonna catch you all next week, Walton. How do we end this? Fuck shit coins. See you next week. That's right, everybody. See you next week.